Supreme Devetti joins us now. Of course, you know her from the 640 Toronto Morning Show. She's off on mat leave, but she uh, is following the news still like everyone else. Supriya, welcome to the show. Good to have you on. <laughs> Thanks. I bet you Michael Rappaport never uh, went blackface, though. You know what? Did you not hear him talking about that? He said he actually <laughs> used to walk around school uh, with the one glove this sparkly glove and the jacket at one time, but yeah. he said he did not darken his face probably yeah. at that time because Michael Jackson was about the same skin tone yeah. as he was. Um, <laughs> but hey, how's motherhood off the hop here? Uh, it's excellent. It uh, deprives you of sleep. Mm-hmm. I've been told somewhat indefinitely, but then you just smell the top of their little head, man, and it's mm. like getting high. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, wow, this thing with Justin Trudeau, he can't definitively say how many times he's worn blackface. It's exploding. We've got a real division going on of uh, 640 Toronto listeners, and I think just Canadians in general. Anything that, that's standing out to you about, you know, the fact that we're so divided here that you don't think we've touched on yet? Yeah, well, I think it's really interesting because when this story first broke, you know, our political reporters are majority uh, Caucasian, and they all seem to be outraged and outraged on behalf of communities of color. But then when you started looking at some of the um, statements that were released by the uh, uh, National Council of Canadian Muslims, let's say the World Sikh Organization, there was another South Asian coalition, they've all said that they acknowledge the apology and that it's up to individuals to sort of decide whether they're going to accept it or not. And then I would just say anecdotally, in the conversations that I've been having with, you know, friends and family, I've noted at least a a pretty big generational divide where older South Asians in particular Mm -hmm. seem to be a lot more willing to forgive him. And I'm going to go ahead and guess it's likely because they've experienced way worse racism than like anybody my generation has uh, and then anybody younger than than me would have. That's obviously not an excuse to excuse uh, what, what Trudeau did. You know, in 2001, I would like to think most people, if not all people, would have known that blackface was a, a, a no-go space. But that side, sort of diversity in opinion, I think, is really interesting and perhaps one that the media maybe wasn't expecting. Because I think a lot of the media, the night it broke, was like, oh, this is a game changer. He's done. Now, like, the, the, the campaign, this is the tipping point. And I don't know if we're going to see that. So your background, your parents are uh, Indian. Did you find it at all patronizing that the media were going out and looking for people uh, that were visible minority and saying, (laughs) how do you feel now? I mean, is that patronizing? Because I actually took the stance of I'm not going to open up the phones and say, hey, I'm white. I don't know. What do you think? I want all the people that are listening right now that are a visible minority to tell me what they think, because that is asking that is assuming that the community that is a visible minority all think the same. Yeah, it is a little bit. And it's like, hey, you're a brown. What do you think? Right. Um, and I, I can certainly appreciate I can appreciate why story editors felt like they needed to, to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do agree to to uh, to an extent that that's certainly the case. And I mean, um, Omni Punjabi uh, found the guy who was in one of the two Sikh men that was in the picture, the second picture of him that surfaced from that Arabian Nights uh, gala. Oh, that, that one is just crazy. Describe he, it. Yeah, well, it's like he Trudeau is in full blackface makeup with like an a ridiculous over the top turban with a feather through it, um, and he's has his arms around two Sikh men. And so Ami Punjabi, it's a Punjabi language, um, you know, uh, media outlet. They caught up with 
with one of the Sikh men. And he was like, yeah, man, I'm good. Like, it's fine. I, I don't think it's racist. Um, like, he was in a costume. Our, my kid went to that school, so we were at the gala. I was in a costume, too. So I, I think that probably took a, a lot of people aback. Cause I, I mean, and people were just, like, projecting, I think, a lot of their own emotions onto this guy. Like, I saw people on Twitter saying, like, oh, my God, can you imagine how that guy must have felt? He must have felt so belittled. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, maybe we should hear from him himself. What does he have to say? And then you hear from him, and it's like, oh, okay. It's interesting that you brought that up, because I read it. I don't know if you saw this article. It was in Vice, and it says uh, the, the, the headline was, Questions for Justin Trudeau, our leader who loves brownface and blackface, in uh, brackets. It's by Manisha Krishnan. And she was talking about how, you know, when she was younger, she was growing up in Vancouver, went to a Catholic school, was the only brown kid in her class, got teased a lot for smelling like curry. She said, I never brought any to school for being hairy and for having an accent that I clearly didn't have. And one time I got invited to a birthday party. Everyone's invitations were done by hand and featured balloons with bright colors. When I got my invitation, my balloons were all colored brown, the color of poo I was told by the birthday girl because it matched my skin. She thought it was hilarious and I acted like I did too. I laughed along because it was easier than defending myself and because it hurt less to pretend I was in on the joke. She actually brings up that photo that you were talking about with those two Sikh men and yeah. she said the men appear to be smiling but I wonder if they felt the same way I did like they had no choice but to laugh along as a former prime minister's son openly mocked their culture. Yeah, and now we know that they don't, or at least one of them didn't, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the one that uh, spoke on camera and was more than willing to speak on camera about how he didn't think it, it, it was an issue. So I, I think there's a lot of that. And, and I think, you know, and I, I, I know Manisha. She, she's been on, on, on with Mike and I right. in the past for her reporting. She's a good reporter. Um, but I think that is sort of the generational divide that you're seeing, you know. Uh, and it's it's interesting to me that the more perhaps online you are, like the more you're in your social media uh, bubbles, I think the more perhaps uh, you're getting that like feedback cycle of other people being outraged. So you think that that's the majority opinion. And you don't think it is. I, I don't know if it is or not. Right. And I think it may play out. Because you're high on your baby's head. How do you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, it, it, it is very possible. And I think certainly a lot of people are disappointed in him. And I think it raises a lot of questions, you know, and it does play into the whole conservative narrative of not as advertised, right? And I mm -hmm. think people should rightfully question his record. But I think we should also start to have a deeper conversation about race, racism, and structural inequities. And I think for, I was speaking to a conservative um, strategist and she was just expressing to me how annoyed she was that, you know, Trudeau seems to be like Teflon, right? Everything slips right off him. And I'm like, right. But I think people are, are sort of looking at the host of policies that, you know, he, he champions or the liberal support versus perhaps some of the other parties. And that sort of, you're, he kind of gets the benefit of the doubt that way, perhaps, unfortunately, if you are a conservative strategist or voter. Um, we were just talking about Mindy. She also said that he hasn't actually explained his motivations and we deserve to know what they are. Uh, do you think Manisha's got it right there? Uh, have you noticed in the last, what, he's held like three live kind of public PR uh, yeah. events in the last 48 hours. Do you feel like he's explained himself and his motivations or do you feel like... That hasn't no, been answered yet. Yeah, not really. I, I, I really want to know, like, when he realized 
<laughs> blackface was like a no go. Um, he did say yesterday at some point it was when he was a he became a, an MP for Papineau, which is his riding. It's very diverse. He was like 35 or 36 at that time. Um, but like, was it somebody who told you like, dude, don't show up in blackface? Like he did it at 36, and somebody was like, whoa, that's really not cool. Or was it like an evolution? Um, I don't think he necessarily answered for that. I, I will just say it again. This isn't an excuse for him or for Quebecers mm-hmm. in general. I am from Quebec. Quebecers are weird with blackface, man. I, I, I really don't to, do yeah. tell. It's just they do it and they don't think it's an issue. Like in 2013 or 2014, there was this huge comedy gala and like the main host dressed up in blackface. Like regularly when P.K. Subban used to play for the Habs, fans would show up in blackface as like an homage to him because they thought they were like cheering him on. Um, it's, it's a very weird place. There's like collective amnesia in that province when it comes to, you know, their own issues with racism, minstrel shows and all that. But they're, Quebecers are just, are just weird. And I mean, look, Justin Trudeau was at his private school, a very rich private school in Montreal, at a talent show in blackface. I'm sure people weren't like, yo, whoa, you're in blackface. Mm-hmm. Like, they clearly cheered him on. And they thought it was appropriate to put it in the yearbook. But, you know, a listener pointed this out. Carolyn, she emailed me and said, like, was he not listening to the fallout when Ted Danson was dating Whoopi Goldberg and he did yeah. it in 1993? Everybody I mean, knew then it was wrong. Yeah. And I mean, worse than that, what other people have been pointing out, when so many U.S. politicians have been brought down by blackface scandals, like, dude, did you not think? to at least try and get in front of the story from a crisis communications perspective. It's, it's all very, like, there's so many questions. Mm-hmm. And so uh, PR 101 is you get out and you apologize. Um, the next step, I guess, is to try and turn it around and make people, uh, make it look like you have done your penance. Do you think, how, how much farther does Trudeau have to go to convince us, oh, yeah, I've uh, my, my penance is done and we're moving on now? Well, it would be nice if he actually announced some policies that would, you know, go to the heart of some of the issues that communities of color are facing, perhaps around policing or, you know, boil water advisories for uh, Indigenous uh, nations. Like, it's, it's very interesting to me that a lot of this conversation has just focused on the one racist act and not more of the larger systemic issues that we face as a country. Supriya, you couldn't have done better to get uh, us out of this conversation because they're (laughs) holding a press conference right now about new policies around policing and people of color. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, so thank you so much, and uh, go smell your baby's head. You need (laughs) another hit, Mama. (laughs) Thank you, Kelly. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. That's Supriya Devetti talking about uh, what's going on with Trudeau. Nice to hear from her again. Sounds like she's having a good time. Although, how do you get off that? Like if you become addicted well, eventually to the baby's head, it doesn't smell. It like doesn't anymore. smell as good. No, but right now it smells great. Oh yeah. Oh yours. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I you totally know what she's know. talking about. Yeah, yeah you smelling yeah. the head. Yeah, always.